Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And for real estate services, contact us on our website at CourseCruiseAndContracts.com. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Course Cruising Contracts. I'm Wyatt Wallace. And I'm Jennifer Hamrick. Mm, fantastic. Uh, today we have an exciting episode. It is all about negotiations. <laughs> I know, right? Aren't you excited and intimidated at the same time? Well, we're going to take care of that for you. We're going to make it real easy, step by step, because this is a big thing. It's a big thing. And you want to get it the right way. And it takes place in every part of your life, whether you know it or not. That's right. But first, Jennifer, what are we sipping on? We are sipping on Bogle, which is a California red. Let's taste it. It's a very bold California red. But I must say, I started drinking this before we recorded. Uh-huh. So I'm kind of starting to like it. Uh-huh. More. It's a little less bold, <laughs> little, hey, how you doing? It's growing on me. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So y'all listen, you know, we're, we're in real estate and uh, negotiation is a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we wanted to say that, hey, uh, everybody can be a negotiator. Yes. And the better you are, the, the better things could turn out in your life. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So after this episode, we would recommend that you try negotiating, whether it's for, mm-hmm. you know, extra donuts at Krispy Kreme uh, or uh, negotiating with your kids to go to bed at a certain time. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you get in like three extra donuts, let me know. Also, kids. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, kids. So uh, where do we start? We're starting with the basics. Okay. Because here's the deal. Everybody that listens is not this huge real estate professional. Right. So we want to take it to the basics first. Mm -hmm. Then what we're going to do is talk more about what you can negotiate within real estate, within a transaction. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to talk about how it impacts just purchasing a home or selling a home. And we're going to talk about how it impacts investors and wholesalers. Great. Awesome. So you get a whole range. Yeah. A little something for everyone. Fantastic. So what's the first thing you'd recommend, Jennifer? You need to do your research. You need to know the situation. You need to know what you want out of the situation. Mm -hmm. You need to know what the other person wants out of the situation. You need to know the person you're negotiating with. Mm. What makes them tick? What do they want? Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Right on. Cool. I would also add that you should probably, and this helps by doing your homework, as you begin to see the situation from all angles. And that's huge. It is. Especially a real estate transaction. You want it to be a win-win for both sides. Mm-hmm. And in, in most real life, you would like it to be a win-win on both sides. Yeah. It shouldn't be like all me all what i want right so, yeah, yeah because if it's a win-win both people want to go back and do the same thing again right yeah 
So, hey, let's buy a house again together. That sounds yes. fun. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> over and over and over again. Over and over. <laughs> uh, uh, finally, hey, there's another part too. Along with research and knowing all the angles, you should define what it is to you. What are your goals? What do you want out of the transaction? Because if you know what you want, it's easier to then work with what someone else wants. Right. Ooh, something I would like to add, and this is something I struggle with, Wyatt not so much. (laughs) I get upset. Like, I'll get pissed off about something. Mm. And then I have to go, like, regroup, get myself together, and figure out how I want to handle it. Because you shouldn't go into a negotiation mad or raising your voice or it should be a very calm process yeah and the timings up you need to make sure the timing's appropriate on when you start that negotiation and if i started angry i would get nowhere as my broker told me the other day when i was not very excited about a scenario that you get more you attract more bees with honey so calm down and go handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Did it work out? <laughs> okay. Uh, so by the end, I wish I had been the bitch I wanted to be. <laughs> <laughs> but you do, att- I, she is right. And you do attract more bees with honey. And I am glad for a professional standpoint that I got myself <laughs> together. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Here's a perfect example of that too, and uh, something that that you really need tool wise in your your tool bag for negotiation mm-hmm. is the ability to listen to the other party. Yes, and I found it. I've had this happen before, and I'll share a story in a second. But the emotional part that you're talking about, <laughs> where it's like zero to a hundred, I can't <laughs> believe you're asking for that. I will beat you with your arms. <laughs> Your own arms, I will rip Just them off. Just like that. I'm pretty sure that came out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. When that happens, you can't listen to the other person because you're in, you're, you're feeling some kind of way. You're pulling mm-hmm. a Drake. You're mm-hmm. like all up in your feelings. <laughs> Is that how that works? I try to be millennial sometimes. So, uh, and so you'll miss certain cues. Some things that would be useful to help advance the negotiation. Because once again, the idea is to get to the closing table. Right. And those things that you're missing right now could have been really helpful. Well, and even if you are listening, you're mad and you're listening, <laughs> it's irrelevant whatever they say. Like you don't care about their feelings anymore. Yeah. Or, or their views on it or whatever they want it. You stopped caring the minute you got mad. So, okay, you might hear it, but you're like, I don't care. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I'll, I'll hear you, but I'm like, it doesn't matter anymore. Not about it. We're past that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So this story uh, uh, was negotiating and um, uh, had a moment where the seller was not had had technically already signed the document and uh i was speaking directly to the seller and i was the buyer like straight up okay so just so you know why it was either gonna buy the property yep 
or he was going to give it to another investor who would pay him a little a small fee right to to take the property and do whatever they wanted to if right. you decided it wasn't going to work for you exactly okay and this one looked great for me okay so we're there he signed the paperwork I'm going, great, now is the chance where we uh, do high fives and we <laughs> shake each other's hands and then we leave the room, right? I'm super excited. And then I go, okay, so I'll expect, I'll give you a call when we're going to do the inspection because I do inspections, that's important. Well, um, he suddenly realized that he had signed something that said something about an inspection and he was not happy with that. But you had gone over the whole thing with him. I went over every line with him. Mm -hmm. Deliberately. And he goes, okay, 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 okay. And here's what occurred. So he says, no, we're not going to do this now. And the, yeah, the inside, the back of my eyes start to burn. And the steam comes out of my ears. And I go, hey, listen, you already signed it. That was my first move. was like, oh, yeah. Did you say that to him or did you think that? I thought it. I okay. thought it. <laughs> and I said, hey, listen, let's talk this over because, you know, like, I need to be sure that my in my money is going the right direction here. And this goes into the you get more bees with honey. Keep going. Yes. <laughs> and so I start to do, and we both do it, and I didn't realize it until afterwards, right? We start to pound our chests at each other in the room. His girlfriend is in the room. Okay. And she is witnessing all this. Chiming in every once in a while, but she says, hey, listen, but all these other things, questions, blah, blah, blah. And he is trying to pump himself up in front of her by throwing me under the bus now that he's already signed the paperwork. Now, you would have done the same thing for me. <laughs> I realize I would have. And in the course of it, I missed out on that cue because if I'd have seen that, I would have said, oh, hey, no big deal. Listen. Let's talk about this tomorrow or, hey, we'll come back to this tomorrow. But instead, I took that moment and I ripped up the contract in front of him. So you know. And then I made him throw away the pieces. Yes, it was that move. And it felt super satisfying at the time, <laughs> but I didn't get the house. Now, with that being said, yeah. you are still in touch with him. I am still in touch with him and because you... I, I don't stop talking to people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and you hope one day you can catch him without his girlfriend there. There's less, you know, I have to impress my girlfriend. Right. Right. And he might be like, okay, come inspect this. Yeah. He might, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so I just, I feel like it's good to keep your ears open, even if it's a really hard thing that they've just said on the other side. Right. Yeah, the good thing is every experience is a is a, every bad experience or regret that you learn from. Yeah. So, and that's something you probably won't do again. <laughs> well. Here's what's going to happen. The, the fish story will continue to grow. I'll be like, you know what? I, I, I had him rip it up and... <laughs> And I, then made I, I made him. I made him. I made him with his own arms rip up the contract, <laughs> so he can look strong in front of that girlfriend. That's he right. Was that's impressing. right. And then we did macrame, <laughs> and it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's what's gonna happen.
Do you like buying insurance for your flip, new construction, or other properties? No, everyone hates buying insurance unless you call Joe Gravy Graves with I Hate Buying Insurance. I Hate Buying Insurance. He chose that name because it's the truth. Call or text Joe at 615-499-6846 to ask about insuring your investment properties, and you'll get three free gifts worth over $7,000 in value when you say, Gravy, I need a quote on my most valuable asset. 615-499-6846. Net Worth Realty of Nashville is growing wealth in Tennessee by providing people across the Nashville metropolitan area with the tools and expertise they need succeed in the residential real estate market. Their specialists understand the ins and outs of Nashville and are experts at locating undervalued properties in the city's most desirable neighborhoods. That's Net Worth Realty of Nashville, 615-823-2777. In negotiations, you should ask for what you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be afraid to say, hey, I'm looking for this or this is what I need or, or what have you. Because maybe what you want is actually something really simple to the person that you're asking it of. Right. And they may think that they've given you and they've given you something simple, but you think it's a huge thing and that's a big that's big. Like you might be able to budge on something else because they gave you this thing that you really wanted. That's so, cool. I still can't remember what I was going to say. But I think it's very important to be okay with the uncomfortable silence. That is hard for for humans in general mm-hmm. to just sit there and let there be like an uncomfortable silence. Mm. But they teach you this in like sales trainings. Mm. The first one to speak loses. Wow. So you state what you know what your thoughts are, mm-hmm. and then you stop talking. It's gonna feel like forever. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, you just let it be uncomfortable. Are you doing that to me now? No. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to stop talking, and then that way I can feel uncomfortable. Gosh. I will say something I spoke to another agent about recently was ask for something you think is impossible. Ooh, and I think you do that often. I do? Sometimes you're like, this will never... Yes, <laughs> this will never work. I think I've done that recently. I was like, you this is not going to happen. You have. And then it happened and I was like, oh my gosh, are you serious? <laughs> I know what it was. Okay. Be confident. If you've done your research, yep. be confident in your research when you're talking to them. And this is something we've talked about recently. Me and you have had this conversation. We have. Do you want to talk about it some more? Uh, Keep going. You're on a roll. So always be confident in what what your research proved and what you want to negotiate. So recently we were negotiating something. Yeah. And somebody in their negotiations was trying to make us like we didn't know what we were doing. Mm Mm-hmm. And that was when I was like, no, no, they're, they don't do my job. They don't do your job. They don't know. 
And that's their negotiation tactic. We're not doing that. Like we know our information's correct and we're moving forward with it and we're going to be confident in that. And maybe this is not the deal for them. Mm-hmm. We're going to move forward though and we're going to tell them either they can buy it for this amount or we're moving forward. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And so so that's what happened. That is what happened. And they moved on. <laughs> and they moved on. That's right. And they had, for, for a real estate, this is a real estate example, they had offered like $30,000 less saying that they didn't, couldn't figure out how to support that yeah. $30,000 more price. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I'm good at my job. Wyatt's good at his job. Yeah. If they don't want it, buy. That's okay. We have other buyers. And guess what? We got the price that we knew was right. That's right. So if you're confident, don't let anybody tell you you're not right in what you're negotiating. So there you go. Nice. I have literally done research, explained that to someone who they poo-pooed in front of me, and then they (laughs) used that research a month later to explain to me their decisions. Like they use my words and my knowledge that I gave them to explain to me as to why they're choosing that price. Yeah. Oh my God, how have I not heard about this? (laughs) Are we in a relationship or what? (laughs) Well, it happens quite frequently. No, I don't wanna say frequently, but it happens, you know, in, again, this is investor, wholesaler life. This is, uh, you know, I'm talking directly to sellers. And oftentimes, um, I know a neighborhood better than the people that live in it, <laughs> which sounds super, yeah, I know. Be confident. <laughs> <laughs> but I have, I have either flipped a house in that neighborhood or I have a rental in that neighborhood. I, I know friends that own property there. I've been there, okay? Partied there one I've partied night. there, <laughs> uh, walked down the street naked. No, so the point is... <laughs> I know that neighborhood so well that I will give the right price for that house. The person says, no, I want this. And then I say, okay, no big deal. I'll follow up with you soon, but understand that, you know, this is why I've come to this price. And then a month and a half later, I'll get a phone call. Hey, listen, you were right. Can I, is that still available? And I go, you know what? It is. We can do that for you. And it just feels so good. It feels so good. So one thing to kind of go back into the anger that we were talking about earlier is when you're negotiating, you don't want it to be like a finger pointing match. Yep. Because that will escalate to anger. (laughs) (laughs) But if it's people who tend to get defensive when you finger point. Yeah. It's still the schoolyard and nobody likes being poked in the chest. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I've had some therapy. I've gotten over it. Real estate investors looking for a quick close and no appraisals? Reach out to Mike Brady at PropertyRecycle.com. They are a large private equity firm with that personal touch. Property Recycle offers an easy online application, no appraisal requirements, and can close within five days. Ditch your slow, expensive lender and get the money you need today. Call Mike Brady at 615-806-806. 7500. Again, that is 615 806 7500. Or visit 
propertyrecycle.com. I think we've touched on it too, is uh, finding a creative solution. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of the uh, issues that you think are quite difficult, uh, if you look at it from a different perspective, the perspective of, hey, we're looking to work through this together Mm -hmm. and we're hoping to drive towards the closing table together, um, then you help me, I'll help you. Uh, And creative solutions are often found in that situation. Yes. We found ourselves being creative a lot in real estate to make deals deals happen. Mm -hmm. So very true. Yeah. Uh, I actually have an example as well from back when I worked in hotels. Uh, If anybody wants a quick tip, that might be fun. Go for it. If it's a way to get cheaper hotels, go for it. It is a way to get cheaper hotels because <laughs> seriously. Vacation man, coming. Vacation coming. So uh, I, when I worked in there, I met this, the most interesting people sometimes who you, you live in a destination city like Nashville or Los Angeles or Miami, something like that. New York. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. <laughs> and you get people that will often go on the spur of the moment for trips. Or they'll say, I just want to go or stay an extra night or something like that, right? Well, hotels would prefer to have all the money for that room, right? Like the full price. But the staff who works there are graded based on our occupancy percentage. Hmm. Right? So if there's 100 rooms in a hotel and uh it's a busy night and i might have you know 95 of the rooms filled that's a good night but if i could get to 100 of the rooms filled that's a great night and i might get a bonus right so being the person that is just looking to stay for one night and doesn't necessarily have to stay at a specific hotel you walk into the place when third shift is on right so like after 11 o'clock. So they stop caring after 11? <laughs> they still care about their money, but after 11, they're going, people, you know, things start to calm down, or maybe if it's a, a lively club, you know, hotel, things are still moving, active or whatever, but that's the time when they go, ooh, I really need to up my occupancy. I will, I will offer you better than rack rate, and rack rate is like, the worst it's like the really expensive price just walk off the street during mm-hmm. the daytime but at nighttime we can do significant discounts because we just want that room filled one because it's it's less expensive than getting nothing on the room you know okay. even 50 bucks is 50 bucks mm-hmm. right if that room was going to be wasted anyway after midnight yeah so there you go good to know mm-hmm. yeah I and don't... it helps them out because if they can get closer to 100 or closer to the next milestone which might even be 85 percent then they might get a bonus so you're helping out the person at the desk you're helping out your own pocket and the owner is happy because they're seeing their hotel fill up so i'm sitting over here trying to figure out why this is just now being brought up and we have been booking hotels in the past. <laughs> okay why didn't you go in there and work your magic right so this only works if you're okay with not getting a room <laughs> If you're okay with the risk of showing up without a room at 11 p.m. or 10 p.m., something like that, on any given night of the week, you know, so like if it's going to be a moment where you're concerned that you won't find a place to stay, then you probably shouldn't do this. <laughs> but 
if you're like, hey, listen, I'm just in town for an extra night. My hotel closed up, you know, my official reservation ended yesterday, but I just wanted to see, is anything available? You know, I just don't feel like driving back to the city tonight or whatever. Then, then you go for it. Absolutely. You can get okay. some great discounts that way. You just literally talk across the counter. They're going to be like, here's our rate. And you'd be like, well, how about half? How about a quarter? You're only going to, I'm only going to be in it for seven hours. How about a quarter? Yeah. So Wyatt's over there like it's easier just to book a hotel and pay full price than to listen to Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> if she's sleepy or hungry. <laughs> Seriously. You got responsibilities. Maybe it's not the thing for you. <laughs> but uh, I did. I found when I was working there a lot of people were able to do that. And it's okay. It It's a win-win. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely a win-win. Because that room... That night, the hotel can't get back, but they would love that money as long as it pays for housekeeping and stuff like that. You know, if it's if it's a free room, then no, then it's a loss of money. But an unused room is an unused room, so you might as well use it. I'll take fifty dollars. Well, thanks for your tip. You're welcome. Yes. Well, you are ready to go try these things out in real life, and if you have any questions at all, you need some assistance, please give us a call. We're we love to share what we do, and, um, and Jennifer would love to represent you on your next year. So, get it, get it. Thanks, y'all. This has been a production of Corkscrews and Contracts. Podcast copyright 2019.